Shalom, shalom everyone and welcome to our prayer session. We thank God for the grace and the mercy. Uh, just a quick announcement. Those who can afford to connect to through Port Bean, you better do so. Port Bean is working. So let us uh, be in Port Bean. Unless you cannot connect to Port Bean, then you can remain in WhatsApp. And those in WhatsApp, please mute so that we don't have this interference. Let us thank the Lord for tonight and for the grace and the opportunity that the Lord has given to us. Let us pray. Father, we say thank you, Jesus, for giving us the time and opportunity to be in your presence. Father, we appreciate your grace. We appreciate your mercy. We appreciate your faithfulness, your guidance, and your direction. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank you, Master, for my brother, for my sister. Jesus, you reign forever. And tonight we are here. We acknowledge your grace. We acknowledge your doing. We acknowledge your mercy. We acknowledge your guidance and your direction, O oh, Father God. Oh Lord, we thank you for the blood that was shed upon the cross of Calvary. Father, tonight, O oh God, we come and we are so grateful for allowing us to be counted and numbered among the living to access in your holy presence. Oh, my Father, it is a privilege and not a right. Therefore, Lord, we say, have your way. Master Jesus, take control of the meeting. Father, lead us, O oh, my King and my Lord. For we are believing and we are trusting you. We are relying and we are counting on you. Uh, tonight we take this journey to come to you, Lord, to honor you, to worship you, and even to listen to you, O oh, Holy Spirit, that you speak to us, you teach us all oh, right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we say thank you for all that you never stop doing, O oh, my Father, Lord Almighty, at this given time. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we bless your name, Yahweh. We honor your name, Yahweh. We exalt your holy name, Yahweh. We celebrate and appreciate you, for you are so good and great. You are mighty and you are precious, O God. You are glorious, O King, and you are wonderful, Father. Thank you, my Father, for your love. Thank you, my Savior, for your grace for your mercy and for your faithfulness, O oh Lord. We give you glory. We honor you, Jesus. We exalt you, O oh Lord. We celebrate you and appreciating you, for you are so good and you are so great. You are so mighty. You are so precious. O oh Lord, we call upon the blood of Jesus, Father, that we dip ourselves in the blood, let that the blood wash and sanctify us, O oh Lord, tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, let us lift our voice, people of God, as we come before him. We look through the mirror as God sees us and we open our heart and we say, God, have mercy on us. Forgive us for through the day, wherever we fail to please you, wherever we fail to honor you, we plead for your mercy and for your blood to wash us, let us pray. Father, even our gathering, even our meeting, O oh Lord Almighty, tonight, we plead that your precious blood, Father, I open my heart, O oh God, for I am not worthy, pleading for your blood to wash me, your blood to sanctify me, your blood to make me worthy, to be called your son and your servant. 
Father, I have come to you, Jehovah, O merciful God. As the Bible says, O Lord, Jehovah, if, O Lord, we confess our sins and we forsake them, we'll find mercy. Jehovah God, you are the merciful God, for you are not a man to lie. You say, come to me, even though your sins are red, I, the Lord, will make them whiter than snow. Father, we come to you, O God, for our forgiveness, for you wash us through your blood. You clean us, O my Father, Lord, tonight, making us worthy to access in your presence, O God, worthy to be called your children, worthy to be called your servant. For you are so good and great, you are so mighty and precious, O God. Who can be compared to you, Daddy? Who can be compared to you, the merciful God? Father, lay that the blood of Jesus tonight, O my Father, let the blood wash us, let the blood sanctify us, let the blood make us worthy, let the blood of God Almighty clean us, O my Father. At this given time, O my Father, as we come not to men but to you, we come, O my Father, God, before your throne of grace and mercy, and we plead for your blood. Jehovah God, lay that your blood, lay that your blood, O my Father. Let that your blood, O oh my King, let that your blood, O oh my Savior, let that your blood, O oh faithful God, let that your blood, O oh Master of the universe. Father, what shall we say, Father? What shall we give unto you for all that you have done, all that you keep on doing as we pray, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, O oh Lord. Thank you, faithful Father. Thank you, Master. Thank you, precious and glorious King. Thank you, the wonderful who saved. Thank you, the Messiah. Thank you. Father, we love you. Oh, Jesus, we love you. Jesus, we give you the praise. Jesus, we honor your name and we exalt you, Father, for you are the one who came in the flesh, O oh Lord, for us. You are the one who came in the flesh, O oh Lord, to die for us. And tonight, O oh Lord, we appreciate all that you have never stopped doing on our behalf. Thank you, Jesus, for your salvation. Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy. Thank you, Jesus, for your grace. O oh Lord, we surrender all to you. We surrender this moment and this meeting into you, Lord. For you came, Father, you came. You came in the flesh. You came to save us. You came to deliver us. You came to restore us. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, faithful God. We thank you, Master. We thank you, O Jehovah, for you are worthy, Lord. You are mighty, O Jesus. You are precious, O my King and my Lord. What shall we say, Father? For you are worthy, Jesus. You are mighty, O Lord. You came to look, our oh Lord, to seek, our oh Lord, to heal, our oh God, to restore our lives. And tonight we say thank you. Jehovah God, we say thank you. Mighty King, we say thank you. And tonight we say thank you. Precious God, we thank you. Wonderful God, we thank you. Blessed one, we thank you. You know, I'm not sure if they're still working with the bookshop is. Thank you, Jesus. 
Father, we bless your name. Father, we honor you. Jehovah God, we exalt you. Jehovah God, we celebrate you. Thank you, Jesus. Can you please mute? Thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you praise. Lord, we honor you. Lord, we exalt you. Lord, we celebrate you. For there is no one else like you. Oh, God, we love you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, we honor you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, we exalt you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, King of glory. Thank you, ancient of days. Blessed be your name, O God. Blessed be your name, O Jesus. Blessed be your name, O King of glory. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Jesus. Thank you for the blood. The blood that has never lost power. The blood that has a voice. The blood that speaking better than the blood of Abel. Lord, we thank you. As we dip ourselves in the blood, we dip our day in the blood, we dip our family in the blood. Lord, wash us, O Lord, today. Father, purify us, O Lord, today. Father, sanctify us, O Lord, today. We leave you, O Lord. We give you the glory. We honor you, Jesus. We exalt you, O Lord. We celebrate you, O Master. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, faithful God. Thank you, Master. We're taking people of God one or two more minutes just to worship the Lord before we go to the teaching. Lift your voice and worship Him. For He has been so good. Jesus has been so good to us. He has been so good to our lives, to our families. Jesus has been so good. Father, we say you have been so good. Thank you, Jehovah God. Thank you, mighty King. Thank you, my King. Thank you, O oh my Lord. Blessed be your name, O oh Lord. Father, we exalt you. Father, we celebrate you. Lord, we appreciate you, O oh Lord, for you are so good and great. You are so mighty and the precious of oh God. There is no one else like you. Lord, there is no one else like you. We give you praise, Lord. We honor you. We exalt you. We celebrate you, oh Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, oh faithful God. Thank you, mighty King. Thank you, Adonai. Father, we say you are worthy. My soul exalts you. My soul celebrates you. My soul appreciates you, oh Jesus. Father, we say you are so good. Father, accept my worship. Accept my worship of my Father tonight. Father, accept my worship of my King tonight. For who else shall we worship if not to you? Who else shall we glorify if not to you? Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord. Jehovah God, we thank you. For you are worthy. You are mighty. You are precious and you are glorious, O God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. For you are good, you are great, you are mighty, you are precious, O oh God. You are glorious, O oh King, you are wonderful, O oh Savior. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Father, we love you. Father, we honor you. Oh Lord, we exalt you. Oh Lord, we celebrate you. Oh mighty King, we celebrate you. For you are so good, oh Master. Blessed be your name, oh Jesus. Blessed be your name, oh Lord. Blessed be your name, oh Jesus. Blessed be your name, oh my King. Blessed be your name, oh my Savior. You are so good and great. Oh God, receive all glory and honor. As I worship you, Jesus, as I glorify your name, O Lord, as I lift your name on high, as I adore you, Jehovah God, for you are worthy, Lord, you are mighty. Father God, you are precious and you are glorious, O God. Jehovah, there is no one like you. We give you praise, we honor you. We exalt your name, O my Father. You came in the flesh. Jesus, you came in the flesh. You came to save us. You came, O Lord, and there is no one could have done that, O Lord, except you. You love us so much. And tonight, O Lord, in response, we say we love you, Jesus. We love you, King of glory. We love you, O faithful God. We love you, O mighty King. We love you, O Lord. We love you, O Jehovah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, O oh my King. Thank you, O oh my Savior. Thank you, O oh mighty Savior. Father God Almighty, blessed be your name, O oh Lord. Blessed be your name, O oh Jesus. O oh Lord, blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name, O Jesus, O King of glory, O Jehovah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, O Lord. Emmanuel. Emmanuel, the God that came in the flesh. Precious Jesus, thank you, Master of the Universe. We thank you for coming in the flesh, for giving your life for us. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you, O oh Jesus. Thank you, O oh Master of the Universe.
to you be the glory to be the honor in the name of Jesus hallelujah once again welcome to everybody we thank the lord god for the grace we thank god for giving us this wonderful time and we believe that we'll learn something tonight that will help us amen as uh, following our revival seminar that entitled called to be the church and tonight i would like to put more emphasis on the soul winning and give more guidance in the way that we should be able to present this jesus who is able and is willing to save the souls hallelujah who is able and willing to save the soul for without him nobody can be saved amen without him nobody can be saved i wanted to go first in the book of roman chapter 10 verse 14 romans chapter 10 verse 14 and 15 romans chapter 10 verse 14 to 15 then we'll read the book of um, matthew 28 is 18 to 19 up to 20 Matthew 28 verse 18 to 20 but first we start with the book of Romans Romans chapter 10 Thank you Jesus please take note of tonight teaching so that we can be able to help each other whatever questions may arise the bible says in romans 10 verse 14 in the amplified but how will people call on him in whom they have not believed and how will they believe in him of whom they have not heard and how will they hear without a preacher or a messenger how will they hear without a preacher or a messenger and how will they preach unless they are commissioned and sent for that purpose just as it is written and forever remains written how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of those who bring good news of good things hallelujah i'll read again the bible says in romans chapter number 10 verse 14 please take note how will people call on him 
in whom they have not believed. How will they believe in him of whom they have not heard? How will they hear without a preacher or messenger? And all these are the question mark. How will they hear without the preacher, the messenger? So I'm reading in verse number 14, but I want now to take 14 to go backward. I hope I'm not losing you, to go backward. So you see, we start from 14. When we read the whole 14, it ending up by saying, how will they hear without a preacher or a messenger? Hallelujah. So now to go backward, I will say, with preacher, with a messenger, they will hear. And when they hear, they will believe. Hallelujah. And when they hear, and they will believe. And when they believe, they will call on him. Because only from hearing, faith will come. Romans 10 verse number 17 says, Faith comes from hearing, and hearing of the word of God. And Paul says, how will people even get to the point of calling him, that him is God, Jehovah, how will they even get to the point of calling him whom they don't believe? And how can they even get to the point of believing if they never heard about him? And how will they hear about him if there's no preacher or a messenger to tell them about him? Hallelujah. And how will they preach unless they are commissioned and sent for that purpose? Unless they are commissioned and sent for that purpose. Hallelujah. I think most of us, we have heard this terminology in our Christian doctrine, talking about the Great Commission. In verse 15, they talk about how will the people preach unless they are commissioned and sent for that purpose. And tonight I'm talking to the people who have been commissioned by God. And this is not a task for a pastor. No. This is not a profession. No, this is not a career. But this is what God has given to everyone who believes in Christ Jesus. He has been commissioned. You can hear the sound of my voice. You have been commissioned by God. Whether you have a title in the church or not, once you are a child of God, you have been commissioned. And the Bible says, how can they preach unless they are commissioned and sent? So when you realize that you have been commissioned by God and sent by God, you shall preach, you shall take the message to who? To the people. And when they hear, they will believe. And when they believe, they will do what? They will call upon God. Now you will find out that people will never be able to call upon God unless they do what? Unless they hear. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. 
Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So my brother, my sister, for someone to get salvation, that person has to believe. For that person to believe, that person must hear the word. And for that person to hear the word, you and me, we have to preach. We have to bring the message to them. Then they shall be able to believe after hearing the good news. Hallelujah. And they shall be able to call upon the name of the Lord and they will be saved. Amen. And they will be saved. That's why the Bible says in the same book of uh, Romans chapter 10, which we've been reading now, when we go to verse 17, it says, So faith comes from hearing. Hallelujah. Faith comes from hearing what is told. And what is heard comes by the preaching of the message concerning Christ. By preaching of the message concerning Christ. Praise the living God. So I want you to establish this in our spirit that you and me, we have been commissioned by God. And since we have been commissioned by God, we have to bring the message about Christ, concerning Christ. And that message will make people to hear. And after hearing, they will believe. And after believing, they will call. And after calling, they will be saved. For the Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, they will be, he shall be saved. Hallelujah. He shall be saved. Calling upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, the second scripture, the Bible talk about the Great Commission. And have we seen the book of Romans? The second scripture in the book of uh, Matthew, uh, Matthew chapter 28, it goes uh, like this. And I advise you to really know this. This is uh, the Great Commission. Hallelujah. The Bible says, the three last verses, starting from verse 18, it says, Jesus came up and said to them, All authority, all power of absolute rule in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations. I'm reading Amplified. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations. Help the people to learn of me. Hallelujah. So our job, our assignment is not to help people to know about us. No. To learn of me, says the Lord. To learn of me. Believe in me and obey my word help the people to learn on me of me in other words to know me to believe me and to obey my word and this is the great commission that you have been given and he says baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit 20 
teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you, always remaining with you perpetually, regardless of circumstance and on every occasion, even to the end of the age. This is the word of the Lord Jesus Christ himself speaking while commissioning the disciples. He says, since you are my disciples, I commission you to also produce your kind. Hallelujah. Also produce your kind. Also to bring others to learn of me, to know me, to know me, says the Lord. Help people to learn of me, believe in me, and obey my word. So practically as we go to present Christ to the people, first we understand the book of Romans that we have been commissioned. And the Roman, Paul said to the Roman, how will people even call upon the name of the Lord for them to get salvation if they don't believe? How would they believe if they never heard about him? How would they hear about him if they no messenger to bring the good news? How would the messenger go and preach the good news unless that messenger is commissioned and sent for that purpose? You and me, we have been commissioned and we have been sent for that purpose. So we are not saved by God in order for us to relax. We are saved in order to be at the service of saving others, in order to be the instrument that God will use for the salvation of the mankind. Hallelujah. Now one will tell me, Papa, practically, how will I handle this? Point number one, in our journey of presenting Christ, first number one is intercession. Hallelujah. Intercession. You don't need to be an intercessor by calling, but every soul winner, disciple who is called to build the church of Christ Jesus, winning souls, he must learn how to pray for the souls that you are going to win for Christ. Intercession. Now, the intercession will put you in your heart the compassion, which is the love of God in action. The Bible says and they were sheep, they were like sheep without a shepherd. And every time the Lord Jesus would look at them, he was moved by compassion. People of God, you and me, we are called to intercede for the souls which are not yet born again. Whether you know them or not, you need to intercede. And especially when you come to the program of going out to win souls, you need to pray for them. Pray for mercy. I'll refer you to the book of uh, Joel chapter 2. You as a priest, you're going to plead for God's mercy to spare his people. For the Bible says God does not take pleasure, does not rejoice in the death 
of the wicked. Hallelujah. It is not pleasing God at all. As we may think that God might be happy people to die in sin. No. God does not take pleasure in the death of the wicked. And God is so patient. Why? Because he wants everybody, everybody, everybody to come to salvation. Hallelujah. Everybody to come to salvation. And this is what God is waiting for. Everybody to come to salvation. He does not take pleasure in the death of the wicked. Amen. So you and me, we have been commissioned. You have been commissioned to do what? To present this Jesus Christ. And for us to be effective in soul winning, we must intercede for the soul. Hallelujah. We must intercede for the soul before we can even speak to them. Otherwise, we will struggle quite seriously for us to even win one soul. You cannot easily win the soul for Jesus which you don't intercede, you don't pray for. And you cannot pray for someone that you don't love. You find that the love is also a key driving power in our soul winning. Hallelujah. Driving power in our soul winning. So you need to intercede. I need to intercede. Let's read uh, in the book of Ezekiel chapter 18. Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 23. Thank you, Jesus. It says, verse 23, Do I take any pleasure in the death of the wicked, says the Lord, rather than that he should turn away from his malevolent act and live. In the NLT says, Do you think that I like to see wicked people die? Says the Sovereign Lord. Of course not. I want them to turn from their wicked ways and live. Hallelujah. I want them to turn from their wicked ways and live. This is God's ways. Sometimes far different from our ways. He said, I don't take pleasure in the death of the wicked, but I want them to live. I want them to turn. I want them to live. Hallelujah. That is why you and me, we should never wish people to die in sin. We should not be happy to see people dying in sin. We should not be the one pushing people to die in sin. But looking unto them with the eyes of God, the eyes of God are the eyes of compassion, are the eyes of compassion, whereby we say, God, spare your people. As he said, he does not take pleasure in the death of the wicked. He does not please God. So intercession is important. 
or praying for the souls, praying for those who don't know Christ, praying for them so that Jesus can soften their heart. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit can convince them. You know, the matter of salvation is not about you being eloquent. It's about the power of God that you have allowed to go through you to reach to people. So intercession. Now, after you pray for people, you have to go and meet them. As part of intercession or part of your preparation, yes, you pray for people to be saved as the word that you will share will come from God in order <coughs> by the power of the Holy Spirit to convince people to turn. Because the Bible says, and the Spirit will convince men as far as sin is concerned. And then you pray also for divine protection of God upon you. Jesus said, you go out there, you must be very careful. Amen. You must be very careful. Now, number two is the encounter or meeting the people whom you are presenting Christ to. As I say, I'll speak more on the practical ways so to help us encounter all the people you are going to present Christ to. Now, most of us, we wonder how will I even start the conversation? From which angle will I start? Can I just come to somebody and tell the person, if you don't believe in Christ, you're going to go to hell? And I want to emphasize on this. We don't have to go and present condemnation. Don't go and preach judgment. Don't go and preach intimidation. But you must go and present Christ. And Christ, the merciful God. Hallelujah. Present Christ and Christ, the merciful God. And this is very, very important. Sometimes we are failing to win people because we come so aggressive. Our aggressivity will make people to step far away from us because they feel like we are too judgmental. We are too judgmental and they cannot stand. Hallelujah. Let's read again the book of Romans. Roman Thank you Lord Roman chapter 3 verse 23 it says up to 24. Since all have sinned and continually fall short of the glory of God and are being justified, declared free of the guilt of sin, made acceptable to God and granted eternal life as a gift by His precious 
undeserved grace through the redemption, the payment for our sin, which is provided in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says, since all have sinned, hallelujah. So when we go to present Christ to people, we need to show people that uh, no one, no one was born perfect. But there is a way to get free from the guilt by grace of God. Hallelujah. In New Living Translation, for everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, in His grace, freely makes us right in His sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when He freed us from the penalty for our sins. Hallelujah. So we come with the strategy of not of judging people, but presenting Christ to them as a merciful God who is always willing and is ready to forgive. Why? Because everybody sinned. And everybody sinned and we all fall short of the glory of God. Hallelujah. We all fall short of the glory of God. So we present Jesus as the solution. Hallelujah. Now, in Romans 6, 23 also, it says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God, that is, is a remarkable, overwhelming gift of grace to believers, is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Savior. In NLT says, For the wages of sin, for the wages of sin, Sorry about that. For the wages of sin. Hallelujah. For the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life. The free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So when you come to meet somebody, obviously, I'm just giving you some tips, but I know the Holy Spirit can give you different direction depending on the place as you've prepared yourself to pray you know you, that's why it's important that you pray every day because you don't know what God will direct you to meet so don't just wait for the day of going out but pray every day that whenever you go let the Holy Spirit put the word in you and strategies how to present this Jesus and the Bible says for the wages of sin is death but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So now, as I said, the encounter or the meeting, how can you handle it? When you get there, you meet somebody, and the easy thing to do is, you don't first start talking about church, you can just say, look, I have a gift from, I have a gift to give to you today. And I've been sent to bring this good gift to you. And you know, that statement first will attract somebody to be excited and to be expecting 
to know what kind of gift and who sent you the gift. Who sent me the gift? Hallelujah. And uh, I, I will go with you in the book of John chapter 4. We don't need to read, but you can read at home. When Jesus met the Samaritan woman, see the strategy that Jesus used there, the purpose was to save the soul of that woman. But when Jesus get there, first he started by asking the woman, please give me the water. And when the woman looked at him and said, but how can I give you the water because we have no relationship between the Samaritan and you, the Jews. And Jesus went further to say, look, if really you knew the one asking the water, you should have asked him and he should have given you the water that when you drink it, you shall never be thirsty anymore. That captured the mind of the woman. She was so interested to know what is this water that I can drink today and I won't be coming to this well again. That's how Jesus began to introduce Christ. And Jesus began to introduce salvation to this man, this woman, sorry. And say, go and call your husband. And she said, I have no husband. She said, you have spoken the truth. Hallelujah. So, see, the Holy Spirit must lead you to a point that men or women, whoever that you are talking to, must not be convinced because your eloquency or your word, no, but by the power of the word of God, that simply, simply word that God can put in your mouth. And this we see the conversation, how this woman, she was saved. Amen. So all have sinned. And we present in our conversation, we are presenting Christ as a gift. Christ as the giver of life. By saying that the whole world, we are all sinners. Because someone can even challenge you. You want to tell me that you are perfect? Say, no. For me to become where I am, I was introduced to this Jesus I'm introducing to you. And by his grace, he saved me. By his grace, he forgave me. And I become free by his grace and his mercy. And is he willing to save you again also today? Amen. So you can add on that as we part of the conversation. You can add the book of Revelation, chapter 3, verse 20, where he says that I stand at the door and I'm knocking. He who hears and open, I'll come in him. And say, look, the door that Jesus is knocking is the door of your life, which is your heart. If you open it, not to me, but to him. And Jesus will come to you, and Jesus will forgive you, and Jesus will save you. Hallelujah. And this is a very important time of capturing someone's attention. I know you might not do it for Roman chapter, so Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, not 28, it's 20, I think. Hallelujah. So, you present Christ in a very simple way. So you don't go with a lot of, 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 of scriptures unless you are in someone's house where there's more time. But I believe if you meet somebody on the road, the person are not willing to give you that much time. So God must give you strategies that will capture that person's mind to be interested in the thing that you're about to say. Amen. I hope you are still there with me. Can you still all hear me?
your conversation. Now, you need to make sure that uh, you just introduce Jesus and give a person an opportunity to make a decision. Not forcing. Remember you said, he stand by the door, he's knocking. If you hear, you open, you come in, will eat with you and will save your life. And also, you can also use an example, depending on the time, in the in the story of uh, of Zacchaeus. I think you remember the story of Zacchaeus in the book of Luke. You can present also that story to see that Zacchaeus, despite everything he had, but the one thing that was missing is eternal life, and that is money could not buy, but only Jesus could give freely. Because even when Jesus entered Zacchaeus' house, Jesus never asked Zacchaeus for money. He never asked Zechariah to pay for anything. So we need to present Christ as the ultimate solution. The only name that will be given to mankind for salvation. Hallelujah. To mankind for salvation. As uh, Then there is a book of John chapter 6, chapter 3. A very famous book. John 3, which we know quite most in, from verse number 16. The Bible says, For God so loved the world, He gave. Now, giving is not buying. When I give you something, you are not buying. He gave His only begotten Son, free of charge. Now, what are the requirements for salvation? Those who believe, believe in Him. Call upon His name, and you shall be saved. Hallelujah. He gave his only begotten son, whosoever shall believe in him. I believe this is a is a well known for every born again. He shall be saved. Amen. Now, how will one get to this salvation? Because Nicodemus asked the same question. I'm too old. How will I go in my mother's womb and be born again? What is to be born again? And Nicodemus asked this question. So Paul gave us in the book of Romans a very practical way how we get to be born again. And I want you to understand and then we'll understand why it's important for you to confess with your mouth. Because someone will tell you, no, but me, I believe in Jesus, but never confess him. Believing, not confessing, is not leading to salvation because even the demons, they believe, but they don't confess Jesus. Now, confessing what you don't believe takes you nowhere. So these two are very prerequisite requirement for the package of salvation. Hallelujah. Very prerequisite requirement for the package of salvation. I will take you back again. Remember John 3.16. But let's go in the book of Romans. Again, then I'll explain something. Uh, I don't want to touch more about the barriers. Uh, but if there are questions about the barriers, please. Uh, we can write them or we can send them to me. We don't have much time to go into all details. I will see if Sunday I can just deal to answer the questions 
of the barriers that one can encounter into this soul winning assignment. Thank you, Lord. Now we are back again in the book of Romans, chapter 10. It says this from verse 8. It says, But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. Now, what is the word? John chapter 1, from verse 1, if you read up to verse 12, you'll understand. It says, In the beginning it was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Now, then we can replace and say the word was God and the word became flesh. Hallelujah. Now, so you'll agree with me that this word is Jesus Christ. This word is God himself. And the Bible says this Jesus is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. Hallelujah. And he says that is the word, the message the basis of faith which we preach because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that jesus is lord recognizing his power authority and majesty as god and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved that verse number nine and verse 10 says, For with the heart a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in his justification, that is, being made righteous. By believing, you get to be righteous. Because even when you and me we were sinners, we believe God forgives us. If you fail to believe God's forgiveness, then you will live guilty. For the rest of your life, there's no other way around. Then he says, For with the heart, a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in that person's justification. That is, being made righteous, being freed of the guilt of sin and made acceptable to God and with the mouth, he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly. Very, very important. Openly, not secretly. He confesses openly, his faith openly, resulting in and confirming his salvation. Hallelujah. Resulting in and confessing his salvation. That was 8 up to 10. So, you understand that the Bible is telling us the word must be in two places. The word must be in the mouth and the word must be also in the heart. And that word is nobody else but Jesus. It means Jesus must be in your heart where you believe him and in your mouth where you confess him. For he says... By believing, 
by believing in your heart, recognizing his power and authority and majesty as God, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Hallelujah. You will be saved. And by confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power and authority, you confess it. Now, you don't confess what you don't believe. And you don't believe what you don't have in your heart. Hallelujah. And that's why you see when you do the altar call, when someone believes, he moves. And the person must confess. For believing only without confessing openly will not end up into salvation. For the Bible says, because if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with your heart, with the heart, the person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in that person justification. Hallelujah. Resulting that person justification and by confessing resulting into salvation. So you cannot split this is a package. I believe therefore I have spoken. I believe therefore I have spoken. And this is the this is the the procedure how we help somebody to believe in Jesus or to accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. So when I you present Jesus to people is a free gift from God. Do you believe that Jesus came in the flesh? Do you believe that you and I, we were sinners? That because we were sinners, we could not save ourselves? For nobody can save himself. Do you believe that he died for you and me? If you believe in your heart, what is remaining is to confess. For when you believe, you are justified. When you confess, you are saved. In a very simple way, in a very practical way. Romans should be, Romans 10, as I introduced to you, especially this part, is a formula that one can use in order to usher somebody to Jesus Christ and to salvation. Hallelujah. In Jesus Christ and salvation. As part of other strategies that uh, I would like to give you is you must avoid too much discussion because you might lose the target. I remember once in the church there were questions about uh, uh, the barriers and and as we pray, as I say, you pray before you go, the Holy Spirit will guide you because some people can be there distracting you. Remember, you are not going there to push people to believe in Jesus. No. You are going to present Jesus and give people the free choice. 
Even God himself, he said, I put before you death and life. Blessing and curse. Choose life. People must make a free choice. Because salvation, when people they just say things with mere word, the result will be evident. When people did not really meet Jesus from the bottom of their heart, you know, it's going to be very difficult. That's why we have a lot of problems in the church today. Because people, let me tell you, the gospel that hit your heart to salvation is the gospel that sustains you. But if you jump in a church because somebody has been pushing you, forcing you, or our parents put us under pressure, we end up doing things for pleasing them. I remember one child of a pastor said, I'm just going to church because of my father. So it means these things I have not even encountered. That's why I say to somebody, you can be even a child of a pastor, but you are not born again. Though you attended Sunday school from very early ages, you have no encounter with him. And without encounter, no transformation. You can become a religious. You know scriptures. You got the religious manners, good manners, as every religious believer, every religious person, but yet there's no encounter with God and become a struggle. Hallelujah. So avoid too much, too much discussion because why? You might end up opening certain topic that will divert you from the purpose, which is just to present Christ and win somebody to Christ, and you go. People might ask you a question. First, talk to me about your church. Please present Christ. When I do the field work, especially in those years in Fanabel, we present Christ. People will come and say, look, we'll talk about the church matter later. Present Christ to somebody. People should not feel like we are just go forcing them to come to church. Now, after they accepted Jesus, you make them understand the importance of belonging to a Christian family, which is the church, a place that they will be nourished. They will be fed with milk until they grow so that they can also go out and win the souls. And that's how you can ask the person, they look, you can follow, you can come and fellowship with us. But if ever the person is far, please don't forget, you need to take the person details so we can see which way to make a follow-up and also to recommend the person to any nearest Christian home where the person can find a shepherd, a representative of Christ who will look after that soul. And that is very, very important. Hallelujah. So avoid too much talking because too much talking can raise so many questions. Avoid too much reading because you won't have time to read with people when they're on the street. But certain scriptures, you can just quote them. If the person is willing to take note, can take note. Or by God's grace, when we have this tractor or the, 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 the posters or small truck, it's easy to pass the truck that speaks about the fundamental steps how can you be born again? Hallelujah. 
So this is uh, uh, basically just to sum up in short, as I said, I'm not uh, doing evangelism training, but I'm just want to give us a bit of hints on uh, soul winning. You are commissioned and you must move by compassion. Then it shall be easy for you not to pass by people, but just to present Christ and Christ him crucified. Hallelujah. I don't see any question. If there someone question, I can still take some questions, maybe answer before we can do the final prayer. If you are on WhatsApp and ask question, you can just unmute and speak. I think it's still fine. And on Podbean, you can also type your question or we can also uh, call in. I think uh, media can give you access. I'm still having about 20 minutes. I can touch one or two questions. As I said last time, there are so many questions that can arise, so we won't be able to, to answer all today. But when we go in the field, the more you go in the field, the more you see, and the more you can be able to assist. Anyone who has a question can speak. Okay, Shalom. Uh, I just want to know, for instance, we go there, we, we, we do outreach, and now, Personally, I I was having that in mind of saying, no, I must make sure I invite the person to the church. I must just try by all means that the person come to church for the for him to be with us together so that he can, he can grow with us together. Is that wrong if I force the person to come to church? Uh, we, we don't have to force a person. Thank you, Brother Hassan. We don't have to force a person to come to church. But we must present the person and show the person the importance, first of all, the step that the person took and the importance of the person to come to the house where he can be nourished. You understand? It should not be winning church members. No, it must first be winning soul for Christ. Because if someone did not really give life to Christ, it can come to please you and tomorrow that person is not in the Lord and that is the danger of it. Yes, after presenting somebody to Christ, you can invite the person to the church. But you can find somebody who tell you, look, uh, accept Jesus Christ Lord and say, but I used to attend this church, but I never give my life to Christ. You ask the person, are you comfortable to continue where you are? So can be able to reintroduce you to your own church that this person have accepted Jesus. Because remember, after accepting Jesus, there are steps to follow, which are what? The baptism. And this baptism should not be taking a year. When you go in the book of Acts, find that the eunuch, the Ethiopian, Philip baptized him on the very first day he accepted Jesus Christ. So it's important the person understand that the decision you have taken now You've jumped from darkness to light, and the devil will not be happy with you, so you need to be covered as soon as possible. So then you invite a person, come to, with me to our church, it's fine, but you can find someone who has been in the church somewhere, but is not born again. You understand? So let that not that be our target, 
to make our church members. But we must also have that purpose in our head that the person we are winning, we don't leave them hanging anywhere without an address or spiritual home. So it's our responsibility after the person accepts Christ. If we cannot bring the person to where we are fellowshipping, we have to make sure we surrender that person somewhere. And that is important. Don't know if there's any other question. Put in no message. So as we said, I think we we're ready to go. We'll be starting. I think the outreach they will help us. And uh, I know you can do uh, soul winning as an individual. As you go to work, go to school, wherever, you can meet people and present Christ. But there are also some soul winning that will be uh, programmed or scheduled by the church, being coordinated by the church, if I can say, is important. Now, among the strategies we normally use in uh, in outreaching, uh, we always advise people uh, to avoid certain things. Let's say you go to present Christ, whether you are alone. First, when you are alone, you know, for, for safety reason, you know, you, you must be very careful where you are. And if ever they welcome in people's home, you are alone and uh, use wisdom. Now, when you get to the place where you come to present Christ, uh, to preach the gospel, avoid every kind of distraction first you know some other houses they welcome you first they have to give you drink then they give you popcorn then you end up talking about chelsea you know you might be very very careful sometimes when i meet people that you used to know or you know each other you must just remember and i repeat again you have been commissioned a commissioned person is a person who is under mission and no distraction no any other thing but to do the assignment so you are there for a purpose you do what you came to do and you do if you want to come for less next time people whom you know for other visit let that be visiting day but when you are under assignment avoid we've seen people go in the houses they find a very nice soccer game nice soap soapy on the tv and they forget that they come to preach the gospel until they talk, they talk, they talk, they drink, and they go. And we have to be very careful. So this is just to advise us. And also, always ask people in this current world wisdom to go to two is important. We go to two so that two or more, especially when you go to house to house, even on the streets, if possible, to be two. But there's a case where you can be alone and then the Lord speak to you, speak to this person. You cannot hesitate to do that. But you have to be too, too. You go to the hospital, you must be as a team. It's important because of safety. The world in which we are is becoming so wicked. All right. I see there's no other questions from anyone. And I believe we have learned something and uh, we're ready to start practicing.
started practicing and I said it on a Sunday. So from March we will do soul winning and uh, then every once a month we will come and sit down and uh, and account how did you work this month how many did we reach and how many did we want to Christ and where are they if they are not with us we have to make sure we surrender or we recommend them somewhere where they can be taken care of because at the end of the day Call to build the church is not only, only building fair fountain, but to build the church, which is the church of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So you might not feel bad that you're winning souls, but fair fountain at the church congregation is empty. No, it's not empty. God count all those souls you have reached. And that's the most important thing. Because I know some people, they feel like, no, we are going now, we want to fill our church in terms of people. No, 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 no. It's God who will allow those who will be able to sit with us and some God will allow them to sit somewhere else. But at the end of the day, is that the kingdom of darkness must be empty and the kingdom of God must be full. So let's go out, preach with humility, preach with love, never boasting, never undermining people talk less about you talk only about jesus don't talk about you talk about jesus if you refer to you let it be the experience of your salvation to boost somebody to encourage somebody who must also give life to jesus christ amen if uh, there's no any other question we will be going to the prayer 12 minutes left to the prayer and also to remind us uh, of the assignment that I gave to you. I know everybody referred the assignment be given on Sunday. No, I gave you assignment last week, Wednesday. I just told you the day of submission will be confirmed. But I say on Wednesday already, for those who attended, I say please just summarize what you've learned in those uh, in these three past, uh, past Sunday, uh, Wednesday, sorry, Wednesday teaching. So you're welcome to submit. We're still having time tonight. A few hours left. You can submit it on WhatsApp. You can also submit it via my email. And uh, thanks for those who have already submitted. If you really attended this program for the past three, for the month of February, I don't think you struggle to to do the summary unless we're not writing but uh, the Lord will help us so we are at the end of our meeting let us pray let us pray the Lord says in the book of Romans how will they how will they call whom they don't believe how will they believe whom they never heard how will they hear if there's no preachers or messengers. How will they preach if they have never been commissioned and sent? You and me, we have been commissioned. So being commissioned also means being licensed by God to preach 
the gospel of salvation. This is beyond the title. For Jesus sent great commission, not to pastors, but to everybody. Go and make all the nations my disciples. I want you to pray for yourself. Say, God, you've commissioned me. Give me the boldness. Give me the strength out of my comfort zone. No fear that I may be able to present Christ and Christ alone. Holy Spirit, help me. I am willing, but I cannot do it by my strength, neither by my knowledge, but by your strength, I can do all things. Lift your voice and pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God Almighty, as I pray, O Lord Almighty, tonight, Holy Spirit of the living God, help me. Holy Spirit of the living God, help me. Holy Spirit of the living God, help me. Have your way in me, O Lord. Have your way in me, Holy Spirit. Help me, Holy Spirit, to do this assignment. Father, as I've heard of my Father tonight, that the first step, O Lord, is to pray, is to pray, to intercede, to cover even myself under the blood, to get direction and strategy from the Holy Spirit. Father, and the second one is the encounter, O Lord, of the meeting of the soul. Father, the target, O Lord, of the soul. Father, give me wisdom, O my God, and boldness, O God. Father, never to fear whatever barrier that I may meet, O God. Father, nothing is impossible to you. Lord, I pray that you help us, O God. Help me, O my Father, in my soul-winning assignment. In my soul-winning assignment, Lord, to present to Jesus, to preach Jesus and not the church, to preach, to, preach, to preach Jesus and not myself, and nothing of me but you. Lord, as I pray, O my Father, tonight, help me, Holy Spirit, O my Father, in the month of March, Father, that I may be able to win souls. In the month of March, I may be able to present Jesus. In the month of March, Father, Lord, as I pray, in the mighty name of Jesus, help us, O my King. Help us, O my Lord. Help us, O my Savior. Help us, O Messiah. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. Father, Lord, as I pray, help me, O my Father. To be a true soul winner, a true soul winner, my Father, my God, a true soul winner, to win souls for Christ, to win souls for Christ, to win souls for Christ, to win souls for Christ. Lord, as I pray today, in the name of Jesus, uh, to win souls for Christ, to win souls for Christ, anoint my tongue of clay, not my word to convince people, but your word in my mouth, O oh God, and your spirit of oh my Father, to convince people, Holy Spirit to my father to help people to turn from all good sin and to repent and to call upon you for the bible says whosoever shall call upon the name of the lord shall be saved O god father we believe and we pray for salvation we believe and we pray for salvation we believe and we pray for salvation in the mighty name of jesus we believe and pray for salvation my father for the bible says you take no pleasure you take no pleasure in the death of the wicked but you want the wicked to turn so that they may live so that they may live so that they may live father as i pray tonight lord as i pray tonight 
Oh God, have your way. Have your way, oh my Father. Even within our church, oh my Father. Father, there are people who never say yes to Jesus. Yet they attend the church every day. My Father, I pray, oh my Father, that the Holy Spirit convince them, Father, to turn, oh my Father, back to you. Oh God, to give their love to you. Father, some they never get baptized, yet they are in the church every day. Lord Almighty, I pray that the Holy Spirit convince them, Father, in the name of Jesus, oh God, put in my heart, oh God, the compassion for the souls of my Father, which you don't know, Jesus, put in my heart the compassion of God, put in my heart the compassion of God. Father, Lord, as I pray tonight, in the mighty name of Jesus, put the compassion in my heart, put the compassion in my heart, put your compassion in my heart. Help me, faithful Father, help me, mighty King, help me, mighty Savior, help me, Messiah. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, anoint me. Father, anoint my tongue of clay. Anoint my ability to hear from you. Anoint my Father God as I pray, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Anoint, O oh God, anoint me today. Anoint me today to be at your service. Anoint me today to be at your service, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, faithful Father. Thank you, Master. Thank you, precious and glorious King. Thank you, the wonderful God. Father, we wait on you. Father, we rely on you for your Holy Spirit, oh my Father, to work. For your Holy Spirit, oh my Father, to work. For your Holy Spirit, oh my Father, to work. For your Holy Spirit, oh my Father, to work. Father, let your Spirit, oh my Father, help me and my brother and my sister for us to be able, oh my Father, to save you. To be able, oh my Father, to save you. Father, Lord, as we pray, in the mighty name of Jesus, uh, have your way, O oh God, have your way, O oh Lord, have your way, O oh Savior, have your way, O oh Messiah, have your way, O oh precious God, have your way, O oh wonderful God. Father, we trust you. Father, we rely on you. Father, we count on you. Father, we depend on you. Holy Spirit of God, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God, have your way in our church, have your way in this assignment of soul winning have your way in this program of outreaching have your way your god 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 have your way your lord as we surrender all to you father in the mighty name of jesus thank you father we give you praise we honor you we exalt you in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us thank God as we are closing. We thank God for tonight's meeting and also grateful to God for the stability of the network tonight. We really appreciate this is only God's grace. Let us pray and thank Him for all that He has done, the word that we have received. Let us pray. Father, we say thank you for tonight. A successful meeting only by your grace. Thank you for your fresh word of teaching you brought to us, teaching us, oh my Father, to understand that we have been commissioned in this great commission of making all the nations your disciples, preaching to them, oh God, and helping them to, to know you, Jesus, believe in you, and the Lord Almighty and obey your word. Father, I thank you for tonight. 
I thank you for my brothers and sisters from whatever corner they are, they have connected tonight. Lord, we acknowledge your grace. Lord, I thank you, my Father, for the Holy Spirit that has enlightened us, strengthened us, given us the boldness to be at the service of winning souls of God. For you have said to us tonight, you take no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but you want everyone to turn and to be saved. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray and I bless on my Father your people. I bless on my Father your children. Lord, that you cover them under the blood, that you protect them, O oh God, that you defend them, O oh Master. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, people of God, may the goodness of the Lord, the grace of the Father, the leadership and fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. May the Lord God Almighty keep you safe. May God bless you. May God remember your time of sacrifice. May God remember your love. May God remember as you are willing to be an instrument to be used for winning souls for him. May God empower you. May God give you even the ability to speak, ability to understand just one word that God will put in your mouth. You won't be struggling, but the Holy Spirit will do the rest. I decree and declare you and your loved ones are blessed for life. You are highly favored, covered under the blood of the Lamb. In Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray that the living church of the living God say Amen. Shalom, shalom, and love you more. Thank you. Oh uh-huh.